continuing to arrive this morning again and again in every moment a new arrival arriving every moment settling with ease softly into spaciousness resting in the expansiveness of the present moment Allowing the breath, the in-breath and the out-breath to be received, the sensations to be received. Calming, settling, Calming as if a lullaby. And opening up to the sensations of this body. Whatever the sensations may be, wherever they show up. Allowing them to be felt from the inside. Allowing them to be sensed. By themselves, not remotely, from a control tower. 
allowing wherever there is heaviness, pressure, tightness, coolness, warmth, flow, etc., tingling. Letting them be felt, to reveal themselves. I'll have some invitations for you from the talk yesterday to feel into some of the mental factors, chaitasikas, just a few of them, if you wish. So bridging our investigation from the body to the mind. Noticing, noticing contact, pasa, in the body, which is noticing when a new sensation makes contact with body consciousness and becomes known through the body, in the body. that first moment, that moment of knowing, that moment of of the sensation. Arising together with body consciousness, that is the moment of contact. And simply relaxing and allowing it to reveal itself in your body whenever a sensation reveals itself to you. A moment of contact.
you don't have to search for it so much. Don't have to go poking. Just relax. Sit back and allow itself to reveal itself to you. There will be new sensations just showing up. And then, ah, contact. This body is energy in motion. So new sensations always arise and meet consciousness. Just relax, soften, and allow them to reveal themselves to you. You will see that they'll pop here And then there.
And now an invitation to see, to notice Vedana, feeling tone, pleasant, unpleasant, and neither pleasant nor unpleasant, or neutral in short. Similarly, when there is contact, when the mind, when the body consciousness comes in contact with the sensation, a moment of contact arises. There is Vedana, feeling tone, a Vedana that also arises in the mind. Oftentimes it's neutral, so it's not even noticed. Sometimes it's pleasant and sometimes unpleasant. And simply allow the mind to be at ease, spacious, and receiving, simply noticing when after contact, a Vedana, an interpretation of pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral is associated with a given sensation. And again, don't have to go dig for it. Let it just reveal itself to you. And if it's not revealing itself, it might just be neutral. And this practice is not so complicated, so don't make it into a big project. It's just simple. Softening, relaxing, letting the mind notice the pleasant and unpleasant, and the neutral. The first two might be more prominent, especially unpleasant, though, in the body. It's okay to start with that.
there is sometimes some pleasant Vedana associated with the sensations of breathing. But if the breathing is tight, can actually be unpleasant Vedana. Or simply neutral. And now, an invitation to notice pasa. Actually, we did pasa already. Let's do um, chaitana. Let's do volition, chaitana. As you're sitting, have an intention, make an intention, want to raise your arm and then don't. See what that feels like. That force that energy of Chaitanya in the body, in the mind. It might feel like water against a dam. Now soften and let go. Whew. See the energy of Chaitanya dissipate. Let's do that again. Have an intention to raise the other arm, the other hand, as if you're about to raise it, as if you're about to raise your hand. Almost, almost there, but don't. Feel the energy of that intention in the mind wanting to move. Oh, and then let go.
You can notice volition, intention, chetana as a mental factor all the time. For any time you intend to move to shift your posture, it's there. Or any time it's an intention, there's, there is intention to engage with a particular practice can notice just a touch of chetana in the mind, volition, intention, turning the mind, moving it, orchestrating in the particular direction, the energies of the mind. Chaitanya is always present, either for physical actions, for speech, or for mental actions, actions of the mind. For a moment, we'll also open up to noticing sanya, the one I meant before. Sanya, perception, recognition. For this one, explore with sounds. The moment a sound makes contact with ear consciousness and the ear, there's a moment of contact, pasa. Then arises the Vedana, pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral for a sound. And then there is recognition, sanya. Oh, this is the sound of a bird. This is the sound of a voice. 
as the sound of a creak, of wood, of a chair, etc., etc. A moment of recognition. Oh, this is that. This is that labeling, categorizing. We often misperceive so much in our lives. So bringing awareness to sanya recognition and how that happens, how the mind automatically does that can be instructive. So in your practice today, you can experiment with noticing any of these four mental factors. Moment of contact, Vedana, feeling tone, Sanya, perception recognition, and volition, Chetana. And you can notice them not just in the body, or sounds, but anywhere, any, in any way that the six doors engage with the world. In fact, you can notice the Vedana, for example, the Vedana, the feeling tone of thoughts. That can be quite instructive. Some thoughts are very pleasant. 
if they're planning or, you know, oh, what am I going to do? Vacationing, um, some thoughts have a um, strong, unpleasant Vedana. Sad thoughts, difficult emotions, etc. And and some are just neutral. If you know, there's just mind chatter. Oh, oh la, la 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 la. Or maybe slightly pleasant because it's keeping the mind engaged. So keep noticing. Um, and if you choose to only experiment with one of these mental factors, then Vedana is the one I would recommend to prioritize because that can be quite profound, as I mentioned yesterday in the talk. And you can experiment with them while sitting and while walking and while eating and doing anything else. You can notice, especially with volition, it's wonderful to notice when you're about to take food, when you're about to sit, every time you're... you're taking a bite, you're chewing, or you're going to the bathroom, brushing your teeth, just all of these movements. Movement is a wonderful time to explore volition, this volition of movement, chitana. And also if you're doing walking meditation or just walking around, um, any of them, say, contact, because so much comes in contact visually for you and, and physically, sensations, Visions, grass, woods, birds, this, just just so much that the eye makes contact with. So noticing the moments of contact and recognition. Oh, this is that. Oh, it's a piece of wood. Oh, it's a snake. Just seeing the, the perceptions working. So we have uh, some time for questions this morning. Yeah. Sometimes I have trouble clearly differentiating pleasant or unpleasant. I mean, it's not really quite becoming clear like which category fits into. Would you recommend just staying with the sensation longer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so sometimes if, if it's difficult to tell if it's pleasant or unpleasant, it might just be neutral. Have, or it seems kind of mixed. It can, and it can be mixed, too, by the Yeah, yeah, they, it can be mixed also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it can be mixed. And sometimes um, when that happens, um, the mind might be working too hard to figure it out. So if you notice that, that it's just too hard to figure it out, then just back off, completely back off. Back off, relax, just... <sighs> soften and then let them reveal themselves to you because sooner or later one will reveal itself to you that will be like oh unpleasant oh that one because if you sit long enough without moving you will have unpleasant vedana you will it it will be there so that will be a great place to start exploring because you you you'll recognize it it's like oh yeah that's vedana i see you okay all right and then it will pop up more easily. So you yes, so do that. Sit, don't move, and wait for unpleasant Vedana to show up. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. I noticed when 
dealing with past like contact mm-hmm. um, and noticing it. It's like contact, contact, contact. contact. Yeah. So, and then I got caught up. Like, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Um, so, I'm wondering if there's a way to sit with noticing contact without trying to label contact. Yeah. Like air contact, sound contact. Right, 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 right. Great. Yeah, yeah, a lot going on. Great, great. So, that sounds great. So, so just to repeat that, so what they're noticing is that um, when they start to, to, to attune to, to contact, it's like, here, they're everywhere, oh my goodness, it's contact, ah, it's an overwhelm of contact. So how to kind of notice it, but not be overwhelmed and not have to label every, every single one. So, so the fact that they start to reveal themselves to you everywhere, great, because there is contact everywhere all the time, in all these senses, we just don't notice it. I mean, it's like, it's business as usual, kind of. It's, our reality is, we just don't notice contact. But hey, guess what? There's an, just we're being bombarded with contact. It's just it's so so lovely. That's great. Yeah, that's not a problem that you just kind of got overwhelmed for a moment. Like yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Actually, that is an insight. That's great. And like okay, so how do I continue with this? Um, I think the part that you mentioned is trying to label it. Sound contact. This don't label it. Just perceive it. Just just notice it. You don't have to necessarily name it or label it. And that'll, yeah, that'll make it easier. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's the point? What's the point of examining volition? Yeah, yeah. So there are many different insights that can arise, and I'll leave the range of it uh, uh, as, as an exercise for the practitioner. But one that I will share with you um, is the mind gets to see that there is this volition with everything we do, pretty much. It's there to recognize it. Like the moment before you start talking, there is that moment of volition. Right? Have you ever said anything you regretted afterwards? Ever? <laughs> Anyone not? <laughs> like, oh, there's that moment of volition. And, and, right? Just noticing, just noticing. There's all that volition in everything we do. And since volition in in Buddhist um, teachings, connect with karma. It's the moment of that you create the karma. What is the volition? What is the intention behind what you're doing? What is the volition? Are you about to open your mouth? And is it out of loving kindness? Is it because you're upset? Are you going, is a zinger about to come out? Like, what is that volition? Right? What is behind it that is going to set forth a set of consequences? In action, so recognizing that, recognizing that energy of volition, it can be instructive, really instructive in this way. Does it help? Yeah, great. Yeah. 
Bullishing is there's some insight paying attention to bullishing in that So the question is whether um, there's also an insight about um, self as a process and um, and volition as a part of that process. Is there an, an an insight that may come out from that? Yes. <laughs> and again, for experientially, instead of a heady question, I'll leave it as an exercise to see how that might work. Yeah. Right, right, right. Just to repeat the question, um, that in your experience, it actually feels like, okay, that um, there's contact and then there is recognition. There is a sanya before Vedana because you could, you, you f- it feels like you like the sound. There's pleasant because you know it's a bird. So the, the two, they seem reversed. And yet you trust the Buddha in saying that, oh, actually the, 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 the Vedana comes before the sanya. You know, it, in some ways, um, how should I put it? So, when the mind gets really, really, really still, really still, and can kind of like, like the same way that, was it, was it the dragonfly I was talking about? Like, it's in slow motion, everything is in slow motion. Um, when the mind gets very, very concentrated and is able to see things in slow motion, like the states of absorption, one can kind of see that, oh yeah, that does kind of come before that. But until then, it's compactness. They kind of feel like they're all happening at the same time, in a way. Um, so I wouldn't worry about it so much uh, to try to tease it, to, to try to so hard to tease it apart. Just, um, hmm. It's interesting. It's in in some ways I don't want to say well it is that way because it's this this whole practice is you know don't take anybody's word for it you know see in your own experience. Um, so I'm trying to come up with ways that you might actually see or feel into the Vedana as it arises before even knowing what it is. Actually, body sensations are a good example of that. Sound is a little more tricky. Uh, even though it's the same, it's that way with the sound too, but it's easier to feel it in the body when sensation comes up, ooh, unpleasant, like what is that? Like what is that, right? You see that there it's easier to tease apart. So that might be the doorway, and then maybe from there it can extend to sounds. Uh-huh. It should break the cycle of, you know, 
interrupted the craving. But I notice that when I have unpleasant data, yeah. um, I can't keep it from going to aversion. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh-huh. I mean, can you comment? Yeah. <laughs> having an unrealistic Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So the question is, <clears throat> wondering if, if, if in your practice, uh, practicing with Vedana, there's been an unreal, uh, un, um, unreasonable or really high expectation, oh, the moment that you n- notice Vedana, that it is unpleasant, it wouldn't go to aversion and I don't like it, and it would just kind of stop right there. So, and whereas it's not happening. So it's like, what's that? Is it a high expectation, or does it actually happen? So, so I would say it's a matter of practice. It's a matter of practice. It's not just recognizing Vedana. But after the mind starts to see Vedana everywhere, and so you start to re- befriend Vedana and see how mind um, labels uh, things with the Vedana and how impersonal it is, then Vedana is not taken personally. And when something is seen as unpleasant, it's just unpleasant. It's just unpleasant. But but there could be times like, it's unpleasant, it's really unpleasant, and I don't like it. And that can happen too. You see what I'm saying? Uh, because in this practice, also something that can come up is like, okay, unpleasant, unpleasant, yep, unpleasant, yep, still unpleasant, yep, still unpleasant, I don't like it, yep, still unpleasant, go away, it's still unpleasant. And so that's, so it doesn't automatically stop, but the the point might come like, it's unpleasant, it's just unpleasant. It's just unpleasant. And in fact, there can be an experience of, there is no difference. The mind holds pleasant and unpleasant and neutral the same way. It's like, it's just unpleasant. It could be just, it could be pleasant. There is no difference between them. I know that it's hard to make sense of that, but that's an experience that arises. That's when we break this reality, you know, the, like unpleasant is unpleasant, avoid it. No, unpleasant is just unpleasant. It's, it's not any different. That the mind doesn't, may, not ha- may have the same reaction to unpleasant as it has to pleasant or neutral, just hold them all the same. Does that make sense? It's experiential. It's experiential. So, so what I recommend is is to not expect that the moment you see unpleasant, it will go away. But it's really seeing unpleasant and seeing the universality of it, and seeing the imperson, feeling the impersonality of it, that then kind of takes its power away and changes one's relationship with Vedana. And then, again, it's not like Vedana will never have an effect on you. Of course it will have an effect. You know, it will still come up. But I was like, oh, look at that. Unpleasant. That, the pain. Pain. Unpleasant. Hmm, pleasant. Oh, it's just unpleasant. It might still take a while to, to see it and kind of hold it. So it may not be until we're an arahant. It's not just seeing and completely gone. <laughs> Great. Thank you. So we need to stop. And this morning we have practice meetings again, individual practice meetings. So if you were seen two days ago, you're going to be seen today. So please check the board. And, um, and yeah, have a great day of practice.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.